The following show is paid for by Lifestyles Unlimited. The views and opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily represent those of WOAI and iHeartMedia. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. So on today's show, uh, I want to talk about your questions. Uh, I've gotten a number of questions. I talk with folks all the time and kind of take note of what the common, I guess the FAQs, right? The, the frequently asked questions are um, typically from the beginner, right? That's, that's who I really want to address today. Uh, it could be single family, could be multifamily, doesn't matter. Uh, we've got people that start and start investing in single family houses. We've got people that start and get straight into apartments, either as lead investors or, or as passives. But that's the, the, the main thrust of the show today. But before we get to that, I have to, I have to reflect uh, just briefly on <clears throat> time. Uh, I had a couple of events this past week that forced me, compelled me to, to think back, to reflect on time. You know, this t typically, if you think about it, we measure time, you know, pretty conveniently with clocks, seconds, minutes, hours, all that good stuff, calendars, birthdays, jubilees, and of course, anniversaries. Well, Friday, my wife and I, we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary. So, hey, that's great. <laughs> you know, that's good stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we had another event. Uh, we had to put our dog down that very same day. So it was a bit of a bittersweet anniversary he was almost 16 years old himself he's accompanied accompanied us a long long time uh, probably the best traveled dog i know when we moved overseas to germany he came with us he's been to france he's been to belgium so he's been all over the place um so we reflected on that right and really when you think about time especially in these contexts you know you, you have to remember it is an irreplaceable resource you know, each each second ticks by, it's gone. You can't get that back. You give out a dime here and there, you can get that back, right? But money can't do that. Or excuse me, time you can't uh, you you can't you can't do that. What you can do though, and what we focus on, part of the reason we do this show, part of the reason we invest in in real estate is that you can buy your time back, right? You can buy that time back to make sure that you keep as much of that irreplaceable you know resource that that asset as as you can and we and we do that by creating passive income right so the questions that i have today the questions that i've gotten uh, over time um are how to get started right how to do this thing and 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 they're great questions and and it's good that you're thinking about these because we want you to start working on buying back your time so that you don't have to spend you know i don't know what is it these days if you're commuting to work at all right an hour or more uh, in traffic, it's starting to ramp back up here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where I sit, you know, driving to work, right, commuting uh, day in, day out, working on somebody else's calendar, right? That's the problem. You're trading your valuable time for their money, right? We have to do it, right? I, I, I get that. Week by week, month by month, year by year, and we want to get you off of that, that track. Um, and you can buy back your time 
by replace, you know, by, by assembling that passive income. And that's exactly what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. So for me, it's the end of an era. Like I said, best travel dog I know. And, and just a reminder to me that, you know, time, it's, it's, it's very much fleeting. So keep that in mind. And, and speaking of time ticking by, one other reminder, we have just a little over two weeks until election day. Um, in fact, my wife and I, Saturday, yesterday, um, after dealing with the dog, we got out. It's early voting already here in Texas. We got out and we fulfilled our civic duty. I encourage you to do the same. Early voting here in Texas, like I said, has started, runs until the 30th. If you're still on the fence, if you don't know who you like, um, let me refer you to a show. I just did a great show last week with Dan from Exchange Resource Group. He dove into some details that you're not going to hear on the media. Press isn't going to go into this. It's very specific to what we do as real estate investors, as well as what we do by building our wealth um, with the intent, as I have, to then pass that on to my child, right? Or you may be planning that for your children. And, and some of that some of that uh, process, some of that ability to pass that wealth um, could be impacted. So uh, Dan gets into the Biden tax plan later in the show. You can find that at lifestylesunlimited.com. So again, like I said, today, balance of the show, we're going to get into your questions. And if you have questions, if something triggers a thought um, during the show, give me a call. The number here is 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335. Or send me an email to askandy at com. If I can answer it on the air, I will. Otherwise, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I do answer all of those. Again, that's askandy at com. Now, <clears throat> common question that I hear is simply, what, what is the best real estate investment for me? Right, That's what, what you're thinking about right now. You've just heard me mention already single-family houses. You've heard me mention multifamily. Maybe you've got a buddy that's been talking about storage units or another buddy that says, hey, I like this Airbnb thing, right? Um, I'll tell you here at Lifestyles Unlimited, we, we focus just on the single family and just on the multifamily, okay? Um, people need to have a roof over their heads fundamentally. If you think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Airbnb, people travel perhaps, but you know, with COVID-19, we, we've seen where that goes. And as people cut back on expenses, do they have to have that storage unit? No, <laughs> but they got to have a place to live. In fact, that's why our federal government and in, in, in all their wisdom has put uh, many things into place to protect people that rent, to protect people that own and are having difficulty paying their mortgages right now. And that's a whole other topic and something you need to think about, especially if you are beginning the process of becoming an investor, is what's going to happen in 2021 when the people that have done the forbearance on their mortgage come to the end of that forbearance period and cannot pay. And what happens in 2021 when December 31st hits, we start that new year and the foreclosure moratoria that are in place end. Now maybe Congress extends them, who knows, but um, you need to be ready. So this is again, a key show for you. So what is the best real estate investment for me, single family or multifamily, but then you got to focus on your goals. Right. What is what is it you're trying to achieve? Like I said, for me, uh, in part, that is buying back our time, which we, we've achieved that we've we've gotten there already. And now it's building that wealth for for our toddler. So you've got to ask yourself your that very question. What are your goals? Where are you at now and where do you want to be? OK, is it creating cash flow to get out of that job to buy back your time? So you are in control of your time or is it growing wealth? Or maybe it's both. You can do both. Okay, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, we'll be back here in just a second. We'll talk about the, uh, another qu question I get all the time. Is it true I can do this with no money? 
Okay, you're going to want to hear this. Stick around. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Again, if you've got questions, the number here, 855-497-4335. We'll be right back. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today on the show, we're gonna we're taking taking a look at your questions, things that I've gotten from you over over the months that I've been doing this. Uh, just conversations I've had with uh, fellow investors. I was just talking with a buddy of mine that is now getting ready to put his first rental house into play. Um, so he, we naturally were talking through what I've done and, and all that good stuff. And I'll tell you something else. When when you ask the question, what is the best real estate investment for me? That, that's a pretty open question. Again, like I said prior. Uh, to the break. It, it, it's going to come down to your goals. What is it you want to achieve? And, and to that end, you, you want to set your investing criteria. When you start doing this, you're going to find, you know, a lot of people sit back with the scarcity mentality. There's just not anything out there to buy, right? And it's not the case at all. In fact, we're seeing a lot of movement, especially in multifamily right now. People that sat on the sidelines, sellers, when coronavirus broke out, well, they're starting to be active. There's a lot more going on, at least here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I suspect across the the state of Texas, and <clears throat> pardon me, um, because of that, you, you want to be ready. And, and I'm seeing a lot of, you know, we've spent years networking with the multifamily, the, the lead investors. That's a term we use here at Lifestyles Unlimited for the folks that syndicate the deals, that put the deals together. We want to go in as a passive, right, as it were. And we've we spent a lot of time, you know, talking to these folks, getting to know them, going out to lunch and that sort of thing. Uh, so we're getting a lot of emails, and it's very important to be able to make a fast decision. So I'm not spending a lot of time analyzing, overthinking, you know, pulling out my my Type B personality out of my back pocket, which I tend to do. I have to be careful with that. So I want to have my criteria very clearly lined out. How much cash flow do I need? How much capital gain do I want to see upon purchase? Right? What sort of cash on cash return or return on capital gain? If we're talking about maybe buying a single family house. Um, and that helps me make decisions. In fact, I got an email from uh, one of uh, the lead investors just the other day, and and he laid in there. They're still searching. Got you know got 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 some stuff in the works, contracts out there, but laid out the investment criteria that they have. Right, hundred percent minimum minimum return in in five years. In, in other words, their goal is to double their money in five years. That's great. Average uh, annual return twenty percent. Cash flowing from day one. We we call that a yield play. Uh, not a deep value play where we've got to do a ton of work. Um, and then uh, the ability to do a refi. In other words, we can tap into that money a little bit earlier before selling at year five, you know, as, as it were. So very clear to me, and I can just simply say, okay, here are my goals. That lines up. Great. I like this. I like this approach. So keep an eye on this particular guy, right? Um, and if you're not sure how to do that, you find a mentor. You find a mentor to help you. And that's that's where Lifestyles comes in. That's what helped us you know, about nine years ago now. Uh, in determining our initial path, which was single family, a lot's going to come down to to your starting point. How much capital do you have? That leads us to question number two. Uh, I hear that a lot. Can, can I can I invest with with no money? Right? You hear a lot of the gurus out there that talk about no money down deals. And yes, in single family, from time to time, you, you're going to find that home run that's going to be very low money, low cash out of pocket, may, maybe zero less common these days. Although I'll tell you, if you go to our two-day seminar, David Fisher presents uh, that. Uh, we have a number of presenters, but I know with David, he'll go out and get online on day one when we're doing single family and, and find a house, right? That is low, <laughs> low money out of pocket, under 10K. 
I heard a recent uh, seminar he did. It was he found one. I mean, he found an actual house that's on the market for three k, three thousand dollars out of pocket to get into a rental property that's going to generate cash flow greater than that. I mean, that's an instant hundred percent return or more cash on cash. So good stuff. But can I begin investing or can I invest with no money? Typically, no. Typically, no. You, you're going to need some cash. You're going to need reserves. If you're following our model, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about financing later. Um, the bank's going to want to see some reserves. So you've you got to have some money, right? You want to be capitalized. If I think about some of the folks I've talked to that aren't Lifestyles members, that are investors, that have been dealing with the pandemic right now that are undercapitalized, meaning they don't have enough money, they're sweating bullets. What if my tenant doesn't pay? You got to have reserves. Now, I'll tell you also on this, as, as part of that conversation, I've had zero issues. Everyone I've talked to at Lifestyles has had zero issues on collections. So it's, it's just the model we run works so well. So single family, you, you, you can get some low out of pocket deals. Um, these days it's a little bit tougher, but again, I would encourage you to check out David Fisher's two day seminar to see what he does and see what he finds. It's amazing. Now, if you're going to do multifamily, like I mentioned, the passive side, well, you got to bring money to the table, right? What are they doing? That's what the lead investor is doing is getting a group of like-minded people together that meet, you know, everyone wants that investment criteria we just talked about. And we're all going to throw our money into the pot so that we can take down this multi-million dollar asset. That's what allows people like you and me to invest in apartments in the first place, right? We pull our <clears throat> pull our funds. So maybe it's $25,000 to get into that deal. Maybe it's, maybe it's more, right? It's going to depend on the deal. It's going to depend on the lead investor and how many people he wants to bring along. I, had to, I did an interview actually a couple weeks ago with Bill. He's on his third deal as a lead investor and, and he keeps it open for uh, folks that are just getting started. So they don't have to bring $100,000 or more to the table to invest, right? He, he keeps it open for, for, for guys like me. I still haven't done a passive deal, okay? That maybe want to tiptoe in and do 25k. I'm a single family investor primarily, so shifting gears as it were. But can I begin? You know, can I do this with no money? Plan on having some capital, okay? And again, here this is where I'd refer you to talk to your mentor. They may look at your 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 finances, your your uh, assets, your liability, you know, your balance sheet, and and they'll be able to tell you. Well, based on what I see, start with single family. That's exactly what I heard. That's what I needed to hear. Okay, build up that capital, and we did. In fact, I mentioned on earlier shows, we're in the process of doing a cash out refi on a property. We bought it in 2014. We've held it for six years now. And I, I did a show actually a few weeks ago on, on maybe the last week on, on the appraisal process. And I did that in part because I had the appraisal coming up. I met the appraiser and I was ecstatic to get the results back. Um, that thing has appreciated over $60,000 in six years. That's about 10K per, per month added to our net worth. That's one house. Now picture if you've done that with 10 or 20, right? They're all growing upwards together. That's that's the that's the power. That's the power of real estate just on one side. Now we're collecting cash flow and all that good stuff, tax benefits in in the meantime. Um but uh that's what then allows us to now propel into other bigger assets like apartments, right? Now Question I got the other day is, hey, I, you know, I own my own house. Does that help me? Does it make it easier to be a real estate investor if I own my own house? You know, not really. It, it, they're not related. The fact that you've bought one house, maybe you've, you know, you've gone through the process. You may understand it a little bit. Um, but I would tell you that the biggest, the biggest help to owning your own house, owning your own home is if you have equity in there. And if you do, think of that as dead equity. It's not bringing you anything right now. You want to tap into that. You want to re-leverage that house, especially right now when interest rates are so low. 
we're doing that cash out refi, we're taking that interest rate down a couple percentage points in the process. So if you've got equity, yeah, sure, having that house helps you pull that out so that you have more to bring to the table. And that's what your mentor is going to tell you as well when they look at that balance sheet with you. Otherwise, yeah, no, there's no real re relevance. I got a good buddy that's got 18, 20 some odd units like that. He he rents, right? He likes that 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 flexibility. Um, and, and, you know, that's up to you. In fact, if you own a house, well, you're servicing debt on that house. It is not producing income. Maybe your debt to income is actually adversely impacted. So there again, you're going to talk with a mentor. You're going to talk with your lender, right? What is your debt to income ratio? Find out what that is. That's going to tell you what you can and cannot do as well. Now, stay tuned because when we come back, I get a common question as well. I'm in Texas. I hear this all the time. Should I invest out of state? Okay. Important question. And if you're catching me in Texas, hey, Texas is a great market. What if you're elsewhere? Okay. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And today on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we are addressing some of your facts, your, your frequently asked questions. I see these in email from you. I see these in discussion with uh, fellow investors out and about. Um, and they're good questions, especially, you know, a lot of these are, are coming from the not even novices, folks that haven't quite dipped the toe in the water. They're, they're trying to gather information, and, and I applaud that. You know, you do want to be educated, uh, which is one of the things we do at Lifestyles. That's how my wife and I were able to progress like we did was through the, the knowledge, through the learning we got there. Um, so it's good to ask questions. Always ask questions. Don't be, you know, don't be shy. And if you're not too shy right now, give me a call. It's 855-497-4335. If you've got a question or send me an email to askandy at L-U-I-N-C dot com. And I get the question, should I invest out of state, right? Well, again, here, you know, you've got to look around you. Where, where do you live now would be a question I would ask you. Do the numbers work there? And this goes back to the very first question we addressed. What is the best real estate investment for me? And I said, what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Once you have set that investment criteria, well, now you can look around in your neighborhood, in your county, in your city, your state, and see if the numbers work there. And if they don't, then go on down the road. If you're on the coasts, east coast, west coast, they're not going to work, not not the way we do it, typically. So you're going to want to look at markets like Texas, right? There are a number of other great states that are superb for investing in single family as well as multifamily. In fact, we've got a number of uh, lead investors that are investing out of state as well as where they sit. And that's great. That gives you a little bit of uh, market diversity, allows you to tap into markets as they evolve, right? So you want to get comfortable with that, actually. Whether you're a passive investor in multifamily, then yes, it's very easy for you to do that. Or you're a single family investor like I am. Now, I attended one of the case studies last year, and there was a couple that prevent, uh, presented rather uh, from Maryland, and they are investing right here in Texas. They've got a good portfolio, uh, 16, 18 doors, something like that, and they're managing it from there. They're not even engaging a property management company. You can. It makes it easier, but but they're managing it from there. You know, my wife and I bought an RV because we said, this is so easy. We can do this from the road. We can pick up that property. We can do our analysis. The Internet makes it 
makes it makes it nothing. I mean, it's so easy to do. Um, so again, we use the phrase here quite often. You've you've heard this before. You you know, live where you want, invest where you want, right? That that's what it comes down to. Where where do the numbers make sense? Where do they meet your criteria? Right? Again, it, it goes back to your to your goals. Okay. So moving on, we get a little more more operational here. How do I find a good property? Well, here again, I have to refer you to question number one. What are your goals? Define good for me, of course. But again, that, that's where you want to have a mentor because they're going to help you figure that out. They're going to be able to tell you that's not a good deal. You know that you're, you're getting away from your your criteria. You, you got to stay true to that stuff if you know what I mean. Um, so, you know, and also I have to reference something that Dell has said. He's got three rules for investing. I'm going to bring up two. Number one, it must cash flow. You don't want to buy a deal that's not putting money in your pocket. It's just not a good deal. And number two, never lose money. You got to buy right. Now, early on, I mentioned uh, capital gain. When we buy our single family houses, we make sure we've got a significant capital gain. Ideally, we like to double our money out the door. If I put 20K into that property, I want to see 40K in equity, for example, after we've rehabbed it, done the whole, you know, the whole process. But again, goes back to your goals. And that's something you got to think about. And that's where it's really good to get around a, a group of like minded people because everyone's going to have a little bit different idea of what is the, the you know, the best investment you know, criteria for them, single family, multifamily, whichever. Um, and I love talking to people and hearing what they're doing for this reason. Um, and that's what we do on case studies. So I'm not going into the, the offices right now, obviously, with uh, the, the, the pandemic rearing its head once again. But uh, we do the case studies online. And it's, it's great to hear what other folks are doing, see their numbers, understand what it is that they're looking for. Because, again, it, it inspires me to keep moving. <laughs> like I said at the start of the show, time is fleeting. It's very, very easy to become complacent. You know, and and before you know it, you've blinked, and that toddler is now now ten or or fifteen or whatever. So you you got to keep moving, and that case study really is is pivotal for me. You know, um, but but back to the tactical, back to the operational. How do you find a good investment property? Dave Fisher, um, uh, Lee Reeves, they do the the two day seminars uh, on you know the financial freedom program, the financial freedom seminars, where they talk about investing in single family houses, where they talk about how to invest in multifamily, and they get into the detail there uh, during that seminar. So it's pivotal if you're interested in doing this, find somebody that can teach you like these two gentlemen do, um, if not them, someone else, okay, to help you through the process. But you know, if if I were to, to kind of break it down for you, what do you do? Well, you you find a realtor, right? It's your first deal. Get get someone out there that's a professional to help you, right? Network, like I just mentioned, you know, we go to a lot of networking events. That's how I've met all of the multifamily uh, lead investors that I know and that I that I continue to to correspond with and keep in touch with because I want to know what's going on. That's how I find a deal. That's how I find a good property. I liked that investment criteria that I saw in the email that I that I got just the other day. Right? If you want to do it more on your own, get, like I said, get out and network. Find those wholesalers that are locking up those single family houses, meaning getting them under contract and then selling the contract to you. A lot of our houses we bought that way, right? But you got to know who they are, and you got to know who the good ones are and the bad ones. <laughs> there are some not so savvy, not so sophisticated, and just downright bad guys out there. Now I don't want to scare you off. There are a lot of great ones, and that's who we buy from, right? We we figure out who that is through our networking, and of course, you know, if if, if you want to fully blaze your own path, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, but you can start sending out postcards. You know, I hear these radio ads nowadays. Folks are, you know, hey, buy, sell me your house, right? You, you can go that route. You can go that route. We, we've picked up a few deals just from talking to people. You know, my, my, my buddy Dan, uh, in conversation with his dentist years ago, 
learned of a distressed client and the dentist hooked them up. Dan bought the house, helped out the other client, got a great deal, right? Just through talking, right? That's, that's what you need to do. Let people know what you're doing. And of course you need to understand the numbers. I don't care if we're talking single family or multifamily, you need to know how to analyze that deal. That's where you're going to need some help. Typically, you know, um, they're going to help you figure out the return. It, what is the cash on cash? What is the value? Right. We'll talk about that here in just a second. And, and I just referenced something. Here's another question I get is, do I need a real estate agent when buying a property? No, you don't need one. You don't have to use one. Um, so that kind of a corollary question is, do I need a realtor license? Should I be one? No, I, no to both. Right. Um, now, as it were, we've bought a lot personally, my wife and I, through the, the Lifestyles Realty team over the years. They brought us a ton of deals. That's what they do. They are realtors. <laughs> you know, So we certainly leverage their their experience. We've worked here and there with realtors outside of Lifestyles as well. Um, at some point, I picked up my license for other reasons, but but you don't need it. You absolutely do not need it. Um, sometimes just from, you know, we've picked up deals directly from, like I said, other people in our network. Right, just talking. Um, had, a, had a resident of ours bring us a house one time. So we let everybody know what we're doing. Um, and for that reason, no, you don't need a real estate agent, but they can represent you. They can find those pitfalls in your contract. They can use the the, the promulgated contract, right? Um, of course, in Texas, you can you can also use the Trek contract. And if, if you're going to go out doing this on your own, I would encourage you to use that. Anything you're going to do with a contract, if you don't use one of those promulgated forms, then you need to have your real estate attorney take a look. Make sure you're not roping yourself in with some unintended loophole. You know what I mean? So do you need an agent? No, but it can be helpful, especially on your first few deals. You know, you're going to be nervous. We were nervous. They'll hold your hand. They'll make sure you get through everything okay. All the all the T's are, are crossed. All the I's are dotted and that you get to the finish line. Now, an important question, a very important question, and we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, is how do I determine the value of a property? Well, you know, we said Dell, Dell will tell you, never lose money. Well, to determine if you're getting into a deal where you're going to capture some equity out the door, you need to know the value, whether it's the value now, as is, or the value after you've gone in with your scope of work and, and, and made all the repairs needed to bring that thing, to make it shine again, right? Um, so there, a realtor can help you, right? They're going to be able to access sold comps in the, in the MLS. Of course, if you remember at Lifestyles, we also have our Quest platform, which we use that for years. That allows you to log in and, and run your own comps, okay? Um, I did a good show a couple weeks ago, October 4th, um, where we talked about the appraisal process. I referenced this a minute ago. Uh, again, on October 4th, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, uh, click on the radio tab. You can listen there and get a little bit more detailed on valuation, right? That's what an appraiser is doing, is assigning a, a value. You want to understand what they're doing. Um, when we come back, we'll talk briefly about multifamily, so stay tuned. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And today on the show, we are addressing your questions, questions I have gotten from you. If you've got questions, feel free to send me an email anytime. It's askandy at luinc.com. I love to hear from you. And give me a call if you've got questions. Last segment, last chance, 
1-800-273-5535 if you're looking to get started. What, what's on your mind? Right? I, I know a lot of what's on your mind because I've been through it. <laughs> Believe me. Um, it was, yeah, it was a good go. Uh, we got started about eight and a half, nine years. Joined, joined Lifestyles in, in March of 20, 2012, in fact, and bought our first property in August of that year and then immediately got the next one and, and just have been running ever since. Single family, right? And we were just talking about the question, how do I determine the value, right, of a property? And that's important because you want to know what you're getting into. You need to know what you're going to pay now. You also need to understand understand how to put a price tag on on the scope of work because we're typically buying assets that need some level of repair on the single family side and you need to know how to price that in to 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 make your offer correctly again here a realtor should should help you now you want to be careful if you are working with a realtor do they understand what we're trying to do i have talked to so many of them over the years that don't Right, there are different ways to to approach investing. You know, you've got your all cash buyers. We discourage that because you've got immediate debt equity. I gave you the example earlier about doing the cash out refi on one of our houses that's grown over sixty thousand dollars in equity in, in in the time we've held it over six years. Well, if I can spread my cash across ten properties that are each growing like that, that's six hundred thousand dollars in in growth in in net worth right there that I can tap into. Now I have choices. Right, and just hold on to it. Keep doing what I'm doing. I can do what I'm doing now. Cash out that, you know, do a cash out refi, bring that money out so I can use it, or even just sell the thing. And that was topic of conversation last week with Dan from Exchange Resource Group. Was doing that 1031 exchange in order to roll those gains tax deferred into the next property or, or properties, right? And keep on wash, rinse, and repeat for years until you pass that on to your. To your heirs, whoever that may, whoever that may be, but value, right? You got to figure that out. So again, typically with single family, you're you're looking at sold comps. What other houses in that neighborhood have sold, and for what price, and how did they compare to my house, and how were they different? And based on those differences, the appraiser is going to make adjustments. We talked about that again on the October fourth show. You can check that out and, and learn a little bit more as to some of the adjustments they're making. Um, again, a realtor can help you there with finding those sold comps. And if you're if you, if you uh, have Quest at your fingertips, uh, it's a lifestyles product. You can you can do that as well. Now, if you're on the multifamily side, they they value multifamily differently. It's valued based on the cash flow. Um, you're going to look at the cash flow, right? The net operating income is one variable, and the other variable is the cap rate in your market. And a cap rate is the the rate at which your investment is capitalized. And in other words, how how quickly are you getting your money out? And right now, cap rates, they're, they're, they've, they've gotten quite a bit lower. There's a lot of money out there chasing the deals. So the cap rates are lower. That means, you know, here here in our market, maybe 55 6% out on the coast. It may be something else out in the country. It's probably higher. Higher cap rate means lower value, right? Typically going in if you're comparing Apple and Apple type products in two different markets. Um, so that cap rate will drive the value, that expected return, in other words, as well as the cash flow. And that's the power of multifamily. Again, the show I did with, with Bill, he, he, that's exactly why he went to our two-day. A lot of people go to our two-day thinking single family and come out doing multifamily because they understand during the education, during those two days, the, the real power of, of multifamily and the ability to really lever small changes in, in, in revenue taking up the rent, for example, adding a laundry, collecting a little bit more um, income on the side there, uh, or lowering expenses or both. That drives that increased cash flow, and that pushes that value up tremendously. Um, multifamily is, if, if, if your goal is to create wealth 
to really grow wealth, it's, it's, it's a huge tool. It's a great way to go. Now, same question I get, how do I determine the rent? Well, same idea. How do I determine the rent if I'm going to lease out my single family house? This is exactly the conversation I had with my buddy the other day. You know, you're running your, your lease comps. You need to know what's going on in your market, right? You need to be, become a market expert, right? That's your niche right there. Right? If I'm in Dallas, I need to know what's going on in my, my sub-market in Dallas. If I'm buying over in, in Tarrant County, let's say Hearst, right in the mid-cities, you may not know where that is. It's a small city in between Dallas and Fort Worth. I need to know that market. And I get that. I figure that out by looking at the, the lease comps, seeing what people are have leased their houses for. Again, apple to apple. I may, may, may need to make some adjustments for uh, size, bedroom count, that sort of thing. And here again, work with a realtor to get to those lease comps. Uh, you may be able to glean a little bit of information as to what's listed actively on, on sites like Zillow. That won't tell you what they actually leased for. Um, or again, use Quest. Quest not only does the sold comps, but you can pull your uh, rental comps as well. Now, another very important question um, is how do I find the right tenant? Right, We're not making any money till we get that person in there that's paying us a monthly rent on that house. We pay for our you know, our fixed cost, P-I-T-I, the principal and interest, that mortgage, right? The taxes, the insurance. We've gone in. Our, our philosophy at Lifestyles Unlimited is best product, best price. That's how we maximize our, our profits. We take care of everything that needs fixing up or will need fixing up in the next three to five years, and we do it now up front while the house is vacant. It's easier for our contractors. They charge us less because they're not having to deal with scheduling with people, which can get hairy. Um, we, we, we put that best product out there, and, and that helps us get that thing rented very, very quickly, but we've got to get a body in there paying that rent, right? So how do you do that? Just like when you started out with your question of what is the best investment for me, and I said, look, you got to figure out what is your investment criteria? What returns do you want to see? What same approach, same approach when it comes to finding the ideal resident or residence for your property is setting out, sitting down and thinking about your leasing or, or maybe you call it a, your screening criteria. What does that ideal candidate look like? And what is the minimum? What is the minimum threshold? For example, rent to income. Typically for a single family house, you're going to want to see three times the rent in gross household income. Gross meaning before tax. Maybe you want to be more conservative, say net, right after tax. So there's more, more uh, spendable funds there. Um, but what is that ratio? And if they come in under that, no go. Don't bend, especially now, right? We're in October, coming up on the election very soon. That means November. That's going to drag out for a while, potentially, right? Maybe we're in December, but these months tend to be a little bit slower uh, for, for the lease-up process. But like I told my buddy the other day, don't worry. You, you, you figure out your criteria and stick to it. Don't go fast. You'll, you'll find it's better to take a little bit of time, a couple extra weeks if you have to, and find that right, that right residence. So hold to that. So rent-income ratio, important credit score, right? What's your minimum? You're going to run a full credit background screening check. If you're a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, go out to our vendor hub. We've got vendors out there that can help you with that. Because you want to know, have they been paying their bills on time? Just like when you go to do that refinance on your property, um, the bank's going to do the exact same thing. They're pulling your credit to see how do you, do you pay your bills timely? Have you been late? What's been going on there with your, your credit profile? And what is the minimum that you are going to allow in? Now here in Texas, we're a little bit more flexible with what we can do with the security deposit. I may have, I've got two thresholds. At one point, I'm going to start doubling that deposit if your household credit score is below a certain point. And if it gets even lower than a, another minimum, we're done. <laughs> you know, the conversation stops. So you need to know that. Pets, you want to have a cat dog in there or not? Lots of people say no. They also reduce 
their pool of potential um, residents. And to come back to the topic that, or the, the brief conversation we had at the very start of the show of time, time being fleeting. A lot of people do this part of the process themselves. We started out, we did our first couple of lease, lease ups ourselves. I think it's a great way to go. I think it's important to learn so that when you do be hand off, outsource to a property manager or a leasing agent, you have questions to ask, you, you understand the process, but it's gonna come down to your time. This exact conversation I had with my buddy, I said, look, he's got a baby coming real soon. Two other kids working a full-time job. Um, he just said, hey, I just don't have a lot of time. Well, then, then, then maybe go ahead, even though it's your first deal, and find that leasing agent. Hand that off to a, a, a licensed realtor. They're going to they're gonna take care of that process for you, right? That, that's, you need to know your limitations ultimately. And I told him, just, just go ahead and do that this time until you have a little bit more time on your your hands. You can do it yourself. You know, we've talked about this on prior shows. You can, by the way, if you go out to the website, um, there's a search bar down at the bottom. Uh, if type in hard money, for example, if you want to learn about that, I just did this. I came back with a, a show from earlier this year that uh, Mike Harrison did where he talks about maximizing your real estate returns with hard money lending. You can get a little more information that way. You can look up some of the shows we've done on leasing as well. There are quite a few out there. So important question. Great question because you want to be very thorough at this point. Right. Make sure you're putting good, a good family, good resident into your properties. Oh boy, I'll tell you. Talk about time being fleeting. I had <laughs> maybe I overly prepared. I don't know. I got a lot more questions here uh, that you've sent me. Uh, I just can't get to them all today. Uh, we'll, we'll take these up another time. All good questions. Do I need a home inspection? Yes, you do. Had a show August second, in fact, with Harmony Brown from Greenworks. We talked all about that. You can check that out on the archives. Again, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the radio tab. Now, I mentioned the Financial Freedom Program in the two day a number of times now. If you want to find out more about that, I encourage you because that's where you're going to go and find a great mentor, get that education. That's the first thing you need to do is really get educated so you're not going out there shooting from the hip, making mistakes. Go check out financialfreedomlivestream.com. Um, our annual membership is massively discounted. If uh, you go there and register, use the promo code SAVEBIG, $297 for a two-year membership. Go to those case studies, get inspired, understand the numbers, start to learn and get going. Time, like I said, it's fleeting. Give this a sense of urgency, financialfreedomlivestream.com. I thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. Hey, welcome you back next week. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.